Is it recording? Yes, it is recording. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, team. You are listening to the Sunken City Fantasy Project podcast with no sports. I am Brian, and joining me as always is my co-host, Joel. How are you today, Joel? I'm doing fantastic. Happy to be here. Me too, brother. And uh, we just wrapped up week three in the NFL, thus week three in fantasy. Uh, so uh, how's it looking so far for you, buddy? <laughs> you know, it's it's <laughs> it's been a roller coaster. You know, I'm uh, I'm 0-3 in one league, 1-2 and 2 in one league. And two well, you're 0-3? And three? I'm 0-3 in a league. I'm sorry to hear that. No, and it's funny because I'm, I'm like third in highest points total and playing people's best weeks. Okay, so it's more it's of a, like one of those anomaly a, leagues. You know, it happens to everybody. It, we've talked about it plenty of times. It happens to everybody. No, and, and just, that's go, you're just sorry, watching go it. And you're like, I'm sorry. I, I, I got Lamard this week. Oh, you know, yeah. like he put well, up you his know, performances, you know, the week week one, I got Justin Jefferson, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm playing these insane performances by people each week where you're like, oh, well, I mean, like, what do you? My team's putting up good. The normal numbers are supposed to put up, but like, what are you supposed to do? Well, that's what we talked about, you know, plenty of times before that, like, if you're struggle busting and you're on like a losing streak, something to find solace in is the points for at least, you know, your team is performing at a high level. There's, there's some consolidation or consolation to that. So sometimes you just get schedule fucked. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Sometimes you play Miami, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, that's right. Week two. I think I played two. It was terrible. I was like, so um, I, I kind of wanted to start off this episode with just, again, kind of like looking uh, uh, broadly at ourselves. You, 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 you sounds like you're doing OK, right? For the most part, I, other than that, just getting scheduled fucked in one league. Ultimately, the league, this one, I believe I'm one and two in this one. So this week I played Evan, who we're going to talk about in a little bit, who has a very, very good team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then and then a league I played with my brother, who is like you know, another important one to me because it's about bragging rights. That one I'm two and one. So like it, that one, I'm fourth in the league. It's I'm doing okay. You know, that one's fine. So you're, so. you're in the 500 range. I'll give you 500. It's early I still, mean, you know, yeah. like, do I feel confident? In a lot of things I will say, no, I had a lot of moments this weekend where I really questioned <laughs> what do I actually know? Am I dumb? Do I even make smart decisions anymore? Do I lost the edge? Well, uh, given so your, speak? Given your points for performance, I will I will definitely admit you into the 500 club, which I am comfortably sitting well beyond uh, in five yeah. leagues, as I've mentioned several times. And I am overall nine and six. I oh, am two and one in most of them. And um, I am one and two in another one. Who is your top performer Ooh, overall? Good question. I do have Lamar Jackson in one of my leagues. So right now. Lamar is the number one performer, but I think he right now incredible. in fantasy across the board, he's the number. He's. I looked at a, a some meme memery on the internet, and it said that uh, Lamar Jackson has twelve touchdowns, which is more than like several teams have total this season. Just Lamar, not the Baltimore Ravens. Just Lamar has put up twelve touchdowns, which is more than like half the league. <laughs> It's really funny because every game so far this weekend or even the weekend before so far this year, let me rephrase so far. Mm -hmm. A lot of the games this year have been very low scoring Mm -hmm. except the Ravens ones where Lamar is just lighting you up. And And that's that situation, that whole situation. I know it's kind of like beyond fantasy uh, purposes, but that whole situation over there is just absolutely nuts. Like this dude is like, didn't sign a contract. He's I guess going to be a free agent technically at the end of the year. Right. Like, I don't I don't know the full ins and outs of it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I guess he's it, playing for a contract right now. Oh, he's absolutely he playing like for it. a contract. He's absolutely playing for He didn't sign one before the season started on purpose. He doesn't have an agent. Like he's he doing all himself of this himself. Yeah. So this is coming out here showing what he's worth. And he's going to demand more than anyone else. Patty Mahomes got half a billion yeah, dollars. Lamar Jackson. He got might, half a billion dollars. He's going to want more than that. Lamar might be pushing for like 600 million. But here's the thing. He He's. Is he the passer that Patrick Mahomes is? You know, like I don't like he's kind of the running guy. I don't know. There's not a the good only accolade. There. Well, the only accolade he doesn't have of of like from Patrick Mahomes is Super Bowl ring. They both have MVPs. Well, so, I'm just thinking I mean, in a like, general passing sense. I'm not even talking about uh, accreditations and they titles. they look insane. And if they go to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be mad. It'd be really fun to no, watch the Ravens um, with and- some ass. I was looking at um, just the fantasy players and I saw, obviously there are like no Ravens on the top of any other radar, like except Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, Andrews. but like there's no running backs. There's no like wide receivers that have really like stood out. Like it is just Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews right now. And that's crazy. (laughs) Yes. So they're putting the team on the back. Um, So yeah, I'm overall, I'm doing, I would say good. I had a a struggle bus first week in my fantasy. And like I typically do, I made the right adjustments. I've made pickups that I think really did well. We'll get into it here in a second. Um, In regard to my points four, which again is also another metric that we'd like to look at in three of my five leagues, I am the top scoring team. Nice. I'm, I'm doing good in one league. I'm the second highest scoring. And in the other, which is actually conveniently the one that I'm in with you. Oops, all keepers. I am in the middle of the pack. I'm not. I'm not doing great points for wise. I'm. I'm thankful for my uh, win loss record, but points for I'm struggle busting it. And we'll look. We'll look at our team here in a minute. So that in in our league together, I have the lowest points for out of anybody, like by mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, like, it's. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. You and know, you, like, you have. Uh, what's your record in our league? Sorry, one and two. One and two. Yeah, I beat well, Seth, who's zero and three. So be thankful for that uh, one win you have, buddy. It is what it is. Um. So I. Hey, you know what? I got a W. So no matter what. Yeah, and you no know, matter it's, what, it's still early. Let's just keep patting it. ourselves on the back. It's still early. You have definitely. I'm looking at it now. You have a pretty uh, substantial points against. What is it? Points the fourth no you're the fifth highest points again so you need to get that team together need to get that team together brother um i can't really do anything because there's no one to pick up (laughs) that's kind of how no it's true uh and that's kind of how this league works is that there's no one available it's so again if you're if you're not familiar with this joel and i play several different fantasy leagues but we are actually in one together it's called oops all keepers and it's a crazy dynasty league it's um a, a huge bench like a 16 14 or 16 plus bench um and like there's just nothing on the waiver ever well i, I want to talk about specifically i want to highlight one guy on my team that i believe is truly at fault over all other people okay well um if you want to go ahead and so let's yeah let's kind of go ahead and dissect any team specifics that we have and then we can kind of look out beyond um I, i'm pretty confident in most of my teams and i'll i'll, I'll we can look at oops all keepers together because that is the one um, the one team I think I'm probably most worried about as far as, you know, putting up the points. Um, so yeah, let's, let's kind of like look at oops, all keepers. So I'm going to pull up Kim at me, bro. Oh yeah. I have one specific guy who is now benched. He's not starting this week. Let me guess. Is it, can I guess? Oh yeah. Is it James Connor? You fucking right. It is. 
You're fucking uh, right. It is that guy sucks. All right. Like he first off was always a, in the draft when it was coming to me. The mm-hmm. person right before me took Nick Chubb, who is absolutely who I would have picked mm-hmm. because Nick Chubb is vastly superior. And I was like, oh, he's no r- right now, I think he's number one or two. Uh, that he was going in the third up. round. And I was wait. I was like, here he comes right to mm-hmm. me like I want. And then, bam, he got picked. And it was like, oh, no, the best options are James Conner. And then I, I, I couldn't even tell you who the next one Uh who, who the other one. I was just like, I hate that this is the option. And I need a running back so bad. I have to hope that Kyler Murray watches enough tape that James Conner can get the ball. He has been atrociously terrible. So has the Cardinals offense. Let me just say that too. Like the whole offense really just is not great. Zach Ertz is kind of the only one worth having as like a fringe tight end three. Um, you know, he's going to get you your eight points, which is great for a tight end. You know, um, thank you for Dawson Knox dropping him so I could pick him up. A uh, little little goose egg gift from Brian, but yeah. So uh, now he is replaced with Antonio Gibson and Jamal Williams. The All Detroit right, running back. I hate oh, to yeah. I hate to draft recap here. Are you ready for this? It looks like yeah. you took James Connor in round three, and Chubb went in round four. Oh, four. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pound on you for it. Uh, we're no, you're right. So getting who drafts went... mixed up? Acres. Um, yeah, acres. But here's yeah. here's my and I, and I'm just gonna say this lovingly. I should have taken Barkley. That would have been the smart pick. Oh, I don't well. think I would have Look. drafted. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I would have taken Barkley. Now. Yeah, the well, number now, one running back. <laughs> now, <laughs> the, the well, I'm just stating came. like now that would obviously be the smartest pick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just, oh yeah. And just hindsight, assessment. Hindsight's twenty twenty for sure. Um, but just um, this is my personal grievance here. What round did you get? You have Josh Jacobs on your bench, right? Mm-hmm. So what round did you get him in? It would have had to have been the second one, right? Let me pull the let me pull no, the draft. Josh Jacobs got I got pretty late. Really? I have him too. He's another one that's like, okay, how do I fit him in? You really? know, like so and this is the point I was which, kind of getting at. I don't I would have played Josh Jacobs over James Conner. Which now at this point I should because he's gotten increasing amount of carries. Week one he had 10, week two he had 19 carries. He just didn't get uh in the end zone, and then week three he had 13. So this week they played Denver. Denver's defense has been really, really good. Um, I despite how shitty the offense is, Denver's defense is like a top five right yeah. now. Uh, I don't really bank on him being as good as Gibson against Dallas since they got beat the crap out of. You know, last week with the Eagles, but you got a good, you got a good pickup there in Jamal Williams. So like, uh, yeah, I don't, me personally, I wouldn't have even drafted James Conner, um, but I would have been having. Josh oh, he's Jacobs. going back to the pool. Yeah. Don't think it. Don't think in our, our keeper league where we only get to keep the keepers and everyone on the bench goes back to the to the pool. Oh yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. not going back to the pool. So uh, anybody out there that wants James Conner, no one wants his ass. If you want him, t- you know, hit me up. Hey, some people might be desperate for a running back again. This, in this league, it's a little more complicated just because of the deep, deep ass bench. But um, yeah, man, I, I, I wouldn't be playing James Conner in any starting. Maybe flex him when you need a flex. You know, yeah, he's um, he's bench. Him and Juju Smith-Schuster have like moved on down. Like, I just and I, I'm tough. more surprised with Juju Smith-Schuster. I kind of I have my because I had to deal with James Conner when he was with the uh, Steelers uh, in a couple leagues a few years ago. Or last right. year, I think I can't remember. And um, he was very not consistent enough to be, warrant anything more than like a flex play 
for me. So I knew to stay away from that. But Juju was kind of a surprise. There, I, I legitimately expected him to be a wide receiver too for most teams, and he's I don't know he's fallen off the fuck he's fallen off the damn board. Week one, he did decent. He gets you 11.9 points. He had six receptions for 79 yards. Week two against the Chargers, he had three for 10. Mm-hmm. And then uh, week three, he had five receptions. Now, his targets are like eight, six, eight, three, and eight. So well, he catches targets. it. But when you watch him play, it's not just about the numbers. Mm-hmm. He gets hit in the hands so many times. He's a butterfinger. And he just can't hold on. <laughs> it's infuriating to watch. You're like, oh, my God. It's like uh, just you have Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball perfectly like in the it, it's like you remember when Drew Brees is just throw these beautiful little passes. Oh, God, whoop, do I? there it would go like right in the little right in the little bucket. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes does that all the time. It's mm-hmm. fantastic to watch. Mm hmm. And it just hits him in the hands. He just, well, I dropped it. It's like yeah, eventually he's going to stop throwing to him. <laughs> Hardeman like has better hands than you. And he's a wide receiver for like four. And you got um Valdez is in that market about, yeah, I can't pronounce his last name. Who else is, who else is a wide receiver for them? Uh, yeah. Marquez Vandal scans. All right. Yeah, guy. Okay. The guy that was on green Bay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, you, all right. Yeah. You, you, you know, I meant no. Okay. Um, so, uh, dude, uh, I think you're. I think you're kind of okay. Um, I, I do. Question, right. I have. I would have questioned your quarterback a little bit more, but it seems like Golf is doing really well. Um, Golf had an okay week again. I got Lamar this past week, um, but he's doing decent. You know, the the their offense is clicking, which is crazy. Yeah, to think yeah, which Lions is great is to see. Like it, it's reminiscent of the Megatron's like early Stafford times. Yeah, they're playing the Seattle this week at home, and that yeah. is a very winnable game for them. Yeah. That um, is a very winnable game. You got Derrick Henry. I mean, I like Goff, and you, on your bench you have Russell Wilson, so I think you have a good tandem of uh, quarterbacks. In the, <laughs> he just has to figure it out. Russell yeah. Wilson just can't figure it out. It's it, it's two quarterbacks that are still kind of getting used to their new teams. I guess more so Russell Wilson than Goff at this point. Hopefully, Goff has you know figured it out. Um, I I always liked Goff, but people, the people um, shit on him. But I like emergence him. of Saint Brown, dude. I'm on Raw. Yeah. That Amon guy's Ra. been amazing. Amon Ross. And we'll talk about him a little later because he's, uh, I think he's on a certain team we want to discuss. But looking at your team specifically, dude, you got Derrick Henry who remembered how to play and he's always been an animal. Um, Tyreek Hill, a great number one wide receiver. Don't skip over Antonio Gibson, on, my I, super I, I, late pickup. Because I have a question. I'm, I'm going to, I got a question about him. I skipped All right, over good, specifically. Good. Um, I like your wide receiver core. You got Tyreek Hill, Mike Williams, and Alan Lazard. Um, I, that's great. Dawson Knox is a serviceable tight end. He hasn't really been doing great. Um, in comparison to like the rest of his team, but I mean he's a serviceable tight end. I wouldn't be offended to have him. That maybe eight, eight in week got, two, six in week five. Week but you got three. Hunter Henry and Cole Komet, so you do have some like good streaming options there. Uh, yes. Jamal Williams, I think, um, is going to fall into the same kind of category that I'm going to put put the uh, Antonio Gibson comment or question here in a second. Bears defense. I, I guess I guess are they, are they um, they're not they're not there this is week it's Tuesday I haven't been able to make all my waiver claims well, okay so all right you're still kind of uh tinkering I stream defenses, defenses. Okay. I stream defense. okay that's all I need to know that's all I need to know baby um yeah. and then you got a kicker who does kicker I'm gonna assume you're probably streaming your kickers too to a degree yeah usually yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually. um so here's my uh issue with Antonio Gibson and Jamal Williams clearly those two people 
are at very high risk of being usurped when another running back on their team returns. So okay. Antonio Gibson has been doing great so far, but like everyone out of the camps said that Brian Robinson was going to be the number one running back and he's looking great after being shot. So he's True. supposed to be back in the next couple of weeks. He, there's been reports that he's already practicing and, you know, getting back in the groove. I mean, bullet holes these days aren't that hard to heal from depending on where you get shot. Um, and then Jamal Williams, obviously I think he's only going to be there, you know, in that spotlight potentially until like, you know, Swift is fully healed, okay. um, which doesn't sound like it's going to be too bad. Um, and maybe there's a little bit more room for Jamal to actually make some noise on the Detroit offense than Antonio does on the Washington defense or offense. Um, so I, I guess those are kind of my questions. How are you going to deal with, I mean, you're kind of, you're dealing with uh, the patchwork guys right now. That's all I'm yes. going to phrase it like that. So how are you going to resolve that? Well, conveniently the, 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 the rate, the, the Raiders schedule gets easier. So Josh Jacobs can easily move into a, an RB two position. I, I think you should be already. I should, you probably should have already had Josh Jacobs. As your RB2. You're probably right. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so well, you got another. He you just, got your he just moves there. up there, so he just goes up there, and then that's one of those guys is my flex. It's just that easy. yeah. And then I think you, I, I suppose. Um, and I Dobbins, should... we'll watch how Dobbins plays because that's another thing I did too. Was I picked him knowing that he was hurt and he was going to slowly come back. And well, if they're I playing guess... at this insanely high level, hey, I gotta, high. I gotta break the bad news to you. Gus Edwards is coming back soon too. That's fine. He's the bruiser back. J.K. Dobbins is the receiver. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. There's still room in PPR, which is this. Yeah. So he's I gonna mean, get. He's gonna get his. He's gonna get his ten carries, but he's also gonna get like five targets. He's still viable. Yeah. For you know, sure. Like, I like J.K. Dobbins. All right, man. I, I mean, I like your team. I, I think uh, you shouldn't beat yourself up too hard. I think you're. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm in this. It's a keeper league. We'll see how yeah, it goes. And, we're, we're riding this out. I think you get uh, to keep certain people. It's fine. And it's a three wide receiver starting um, position. Which is deep. And you have some, you have three really good starting wide receivers. I mean, you have two arguably wide receiver. I mean, Mike Williams, I guess less so uh, when well, Keenan gets back, I guess. Yeah, but. So that's another still, guy you're going to. Yeah. Keenan, but I mean, Keenan is always hurt. I'm never banging on that guy coming back. It's really more about Justin <clears throat> Herbert being hurt because oh, like yeah. their Herbert's offense really hurt. just, yeah. he just, they don't look good right now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's hurting because I got, it's Herbin hurting because uh, I got Herbert in one league. I, I like him. He, I, I wish they would do all of this, but they are, they are posers. I do. They are not doing good. The chargers look terrible. Um. Well, and dude, I think you got plenty of pieces to work with. I think you might have to obviously, and you've acknowledged that you're probably going to have to stream a little bit more. Yeah. That's what um, I, yeah, that's fine. But that's I also man. have the Broncos defense, which again is a top five defense. They're playing the Raiders this weekend. You know, like it's that's one reason why I didn't play Josh Jacobs, or like that's probably what I'm going to do is probably play the Broncos defense against the Vegas Raiders because they get to the quarterback. It's not really so much about them intercepting the ball; it's about them sacking the quarterback yeah. and their car gets sacked. And they just they they destroy the run. Poor car. I want car I to do well. I so like well. Terry Carr. I don't want to Um, so I gotta ask if you have if I like held a gun to your head and said you have to make a trade and improve one area on your team, which one would you try to improve most? Probably my quarterback. Your quarterback. quarterback. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Ship golf and like uh, maybe one of your wide receivers and upgrade them. And that would have to or, be or or cross your fingers and hope Russell figures it out because he's a great quarterback. I you know, and that's what uh, 
supposedly let Russ cook and it's not looking great. They, he looks really not in sync with this offense. Uh, every time I watch Denver, I'm just like, you're supposed to be incredible. What is happening? You have two really good receivers. Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy are very good options. Yeah. But they just, they can't get it together. They can't score them more than, yeah. I mean, I, week I, one looked terrible against Seattle. I spoke earlier previously in an episode where I was offered a trade with uh, Damian uh, Harris, the guy from Houston. Is that his mm-hmm. name? Da- yeah. And uh, Judy, Jerry Judy for AJ Brown. And I'm so like, I didn't want the trade at the time I'm because I, I filled my running back need. So I didn't really need Damian. Um, but I, when I was looking at that trade, I legit thought it was like Jerry Judy for um, AJ. And then we would have some filler with Damian. And it's turning out that's not going to the case. It looks like Damian's going to be potentially the the bigger player. He's had a couple, um, I don't want to say huge weeks, but definitely uh ascending breakout potential weeks so we'll see where he goes i I think he's still available in a few leagues worth looking up worth looking up if he's available i I would consider getting him in just about any league yeah well let me see let's look it up right now but yeah well aj brown is on a potentially mvp winning team (laughs) incredible great incredible um, so uh yeah so like a uh, good point to come back around to uh, the team analysis here just looking at oops all keepers and again this team kind of mimics a lot of other teams that i have i have i, I damien harris has picked up in 88 percent of leagues so there's 12 percent that don't have so it. if you're in 10 leagues there's a good chance two of them have damien available um so we've already kind of mentioned, and now we're looking at my team and oops, all keepers. So uh, I got Justin Herbert, as we've mentioned, expectations were set high and he's, he's doing okay. I, I think he's still like a top five, top six quarterback, but I mean, I was expecting him to be a top two, top three. Um, yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey kind of same thing there. I was really expecting more from him. He's still like a top 10, 12 running back, but not, not your fucking first draft pick. Nope. Um, much like Damian Harris, Brees Hall on my team is kind of starting to ascend, and I'm loving seeing it because the Jets, too, are starting to click. Uh, shout out to Joe Flacco for coming back down to earth. <laughs> Last week, we we did a big shout out to all these old quarterbacks that had, like, amazing performances like Carson Wentz and Joe Flacco, and uh, both of them got humbled this past week. So Carson Wentz looked atrocious. I, I was happy for him. Good to see him get that good weekend. Let's see if they can bounce back from a devastating week for those two guys. Um, but Brees Hall d- doing good. I actually have moved him up into my starter position in the league. Um, I do have some running backs that I were serviceable, about, but at this point, I think Brees Hall is going to start outperforming Daryl Henderson. So that's why I made that move. CD Lamb um, doesn't matter what quarterbacks throwing; he's still going to do good. It, it seems so. Uh, same with Michael Thomas, who is questionable right now, but I think that's just something I've always been aware of as a Michael Thomas owner, especially when he's coming off like a year off. <laughs> so um, uh, it's something to worth keep my eye on, but he's Michael Thomas has been a great wide receiver, you know, given his quarterback situation. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, bouncing over to Devonta Smith. I'm very happy with that. I'm glad I had that pep talk in week one with him after he put up a fucking nothing burger for me. Uh, he has bounced back phenomenally, and both him and AJ are looking like Tyreek and 
fucking waddle out there. It's great. I'm loving these Alabama quarterbacks chunking it to fucking Alabama wide receivers. Beautiful thing to see uh, if you're a Bama fan, but fuck Bama. Um, and then uh, obviously Mark Andrews, baby, this overdrafted yeah, pick. He is the number one tight end. It's so good. It's crazy. Four. I hate it. It's so good. I hate it. Yeah. I, and it's so good. I hate it. And I we kind of talked about it earlier. Um, I, I knew I I had a strong feeling Mark Andrews was going to be a focal point on that offense because there is nobody else around except Lamar Jackson. So Insane. that bet paid off, man. Uh, imagine if you had Kansas City, but like no good wide receivers or running backs. And that that's what I'm I kind of considered him like that. That would Kelsey if there was no competing uh, targets, you know. Right. Um, I got Jeff Wilson Jr. in right now. I know that Elijah Mitchell will come back at some point, but Jeff is a very serviceable flex uh, for me now. They put up 11 points last week. Saints D, oh, my God. I, I don't know what to think because this, I know the Saints D is good. I know they're missing a couple of key players. Um, but, man, if their offense can't get clicking – what a you colossal know. disappointment! And it's just going to be a struggle right now. I'm, it's. Mm. I'm going to maintain hope. I th- I know that as a Saints fan personally, I know the talent's there to be a good defense, but right now this whole team is just struggle busting right now. And I don't I don't know what the solution is. I'm not a Jameis Winston fan. Nope. <laughs> I said it before the season. I I would rather have Andy Dalton in there giving me consistent ten yard passes than fucking Winston throwing chunk balls down in the end zone, you know? So it's just, that's my note on the saints there. Uh, and then Evan McPherson, I, good, good kicker. I mean, you know, Cincinnati's not great right now. They're getting, they're getting beat up pretty bad, but that offense can move. The Joe Burrow can move the ball. He'll get it within field goal range on a regular basis. So I'm pretty confident there. Um, but I have Will Lutz on my bench, so there's no concerns. <laughs> um, and then my bench, I'm pretty satisfied with it. I got Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Kenneth Walker, Daryl Henderson, um, Chubba Hubbard in case McAfee goes down. So I got my cuff there. Uh, the rookie wide receiver, Christian Watson out of Green Bay, who was looking pretty good. And some other taste. I got Taysom Hill. Uh, I think if I ever need to move for whatever reason, I need to move Mark Andrews on that bye week. Um, and right now I dropped Jameis Winston off my bench. I did have him with the hopes that he would do good, but I removed him for Daniel Jones. So that is my backup quarterback. Danny Dimes, guy dropped off my team because he's not that good. He's not fantastic. Um, he's really but not. He, I I I think New York's doing okay, right? Okay. Uh, no, no. Okay. Saquon's doing good. Yeah, not really. Anybody else? Well, hopefully, with Saquon's breakout, that'll take a little bit of pressure off Daniel Jones. That'll allow him to get a little little more time. Not really to be fantasy relevant, but uh, that's right. why he's the last thing on my bench. So, <laughs> and when I say the last thing on my bench, this is a league with a fucking 14 slot bench. So like, that's what I'm saying. There's I, nobody the, available. The There's pickings nobody. be slim and at quarterback, just looking around. I mean, I don't want really Justin Fields right now. Marcus Mariota, maybe, I guess. Uh, Matt no. Ryan needs to get it together. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Mac Jones just got injured. Baker Mayfield is looking just like Jameis Winston and garbage. Um, I don't want to hit or miss with Flacco. Geno Smith has actually been, I think, a little 
little surprising here. Let me look at this. No, he put up a stinker last time, but he put up 20 points outside of that. Um, yeah, so I'm not really seeing any quarterbacks that I could even potentially upgrade to um, off the waiver. I'm, I'm going to have to trade if I want to do that. As far as like where I would like to upgrade, let me pull my team back up. Okay. Uh, as far as where I would like to upgrade, like you, I think I'm pretty – I think my wide receivers are pretty set, very comfortable with tight end. Um, man, I think I'd, I'm like you. I think I'd like to potentially move on from Justin Herbert to get, like, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or uh, Lamar Jackson. But right now, those guys' price is so high. I think out of the three that I just mentioned, I could probably get Mahomes – easiest but like that would be a stretch and like i'd have to trade herbert and some extra stuff to get him so that's where i'm at with my team i'm proud of my team they're looking great i think they'll be even better Brees hall is ascending christian mccaffrey's the greatest running back to ever play the game so he'll show up eventually right gotta um so yeah those are those are our two teams i i, I don't want to spend each week you know discussing our teams i think that's you know too much of a waste but i do want to do a little check-in every now and then and i think after week three is like a very appropriate time to do kind of a check-in uh, i've kind of we've talked about it i've made all my major moves i think i'm probably going to make for the season outside of plug and play maybe one big trade depending on if herbert can get it together i'll wait till keenan gets back on the field with him we'll see um but yeah man um Outside of that, I guess now we can kind of look outside of ourselves. And I scoured most of my leagues to just see, and I encourage you to potentially do the same right now. Um, and, you know, if we agree, we agree uh, that one team that has caught my eye, and I'm not trying to jerk this dude off because he was on my other podcast recently. Um, he legitimately is a hardcore fantasy football player. Um, Evan's team. <laughs> yeah, Evan Rabelais is pretty good. Evan Rabelais' team is currently 3-0 and in our league. He and had the number one pick this year. He had the number one pick, so obviously he took Jonathan Taylor, who, much like Christian McCaffrey, has kind of been disappointing for where you drafted him, but still. Um, so looking at his team real quick, I, he's got Lamar Jackson, so he well, there, fucking hit the home run on a quarterback. <laughs> there it is, you know. Uh, yeah, so he's got the Is number he... one quarterback. He's got Damian Pierce, which we've already talked about. I, and I th- I kind of put him in that Brees Hall category of ascending. So I, he should be he's excited. He's getting a lot more carries per game. He's definitely on yeah. the, the up and well, up. He's a rookie, you know. He's, he's a rookie. So good pick. It's going to take – yeah, good pick there, good pick up. But he's got Amon Ross St. Brown, who yep. is yep. the best. Who's been the breakout rookie wide receiver Um of the year. So, I mean, good on him hit the rest of his wide receiver core are not great, bit but, weak, but he's got boomed when it needed it to, he's yeah. got Kittle. He's got he's, Fournette as his flex. Yeah, he's got Fournette ridiculous. and his flex. So he's just ridiculous. Pretty set Packers decent enough defense. You got to love those Northern teams, uh, teams struggle on the road against, you know, Northern he's got Jay Tuck, the best kicker and then in he's the got league. the best kicker to ever kick. He's got the best kicker ever to kick. So, uh, yeah. And he's got Olave on his bench, who's been like a target monster for the Saints. Like, he's just got a, a solid little team. And now that I'm actually looking at his bench, I think it, it, 
the wide receiver situation might not be as bad as I want to let it on. I mean, well, he probably would run to play either replacing Gabe Davis or Jahad Dotson because Jahad Dotson is, is okay. He was good the first two weeks, but mm-hmm. he was very touchdown dependent. You know, he had three receptions uh, on five targets, five targets in the second game. He had eight in, in the third against Philly, but they got destroyed. Next, they're going to play Dallas. Dallas's corners are actually pretty decent. I would not expect him to have a great game that game either. So, I, I yeah, but hey, Devin's team is number one. Yeah, and Start it's, it's for starting a hot. He's for starting a hot too. Um, clearly, when you when you say hindsight twenty twenty, you're clearly looking at Evans' team because I think obviously just eight versus ADP, he he got everybody. A lot of people that he wanted, and a lot of people that I would not have super bet on. No, I would not yeah. have bet on Damian Pierce. You know, like mm-hmm. I was not going to take Lamar where he took him. Mm-hmm. And you who know, the fuck uh, was Amar Ross St. Brown? I w- I bought on him in a couple leagues. I liked him a lot because I thought Detroit How was going to miss this. How did I miss this? You me. know, I, I, first off, his name is amazing. It reminds me of when Maurice Jones Drew used to play. Yeah. And this is Amon Ross St. Brown. These are badass names, bro. These dudes are awesome. You got a Man. badass name. That's why Juju Smith Schuster should be sucks. doing better. Look at your name, kid. Look at your name. Oh, um, you could definitely have some fun punting out a, a fantasy football team name with a Monroe St. Brown. There's plenty of words there to work with. And then Leonard Fournette, I, I kind of was sleeping on him. I didn't think he'd be doing as well as he is, and he's doing great. I mean, we saw it he's at all. So. An insanely, an insane bulk share of those carries he dominates that backfield. Mm-hmm. He's really the only thing that's working on that offense, you know, and consistently working consistently yeah. working um i'm we'll waiting for rob gronkowski but... to unretire and come back and just dominate tom brady's evidently having some household issues and that's the whole reason he came back to football was to get out of his house so dude, we'll he, see he's it, dude he better retire after this year he's gonna be divorced i think they've they've already he's already kind of like out implied that in so many ways but yeah he's like he, he's he's on track to get sacked like three times more than he did last yeah, season he's gonna get great. beat up it's not great in Tampa Bay right now, uh, but who knows? Not. I mean, all they need to do is make they're it winning the, the division. So, oh yeah, all they need to do is make it to the playoffs. And they're winning Tom our Brady shitty ass division. Um, so yeah, just as far as like a hindsight twenty twenty team, who drafted probably the best team uh, and made the best so moves far. Before, we'll I see how the yeah happens. early on early early league previews. Evan is doing great. Yeah, and I just want to check one last thing in regard to. Yeah, he's got the highest points for by like 20. <laughs> so it's a monster team, a monster team. Great. So he's congratulations, Evans. I congratulated him when I talked to him, but for other leagues. Um, okay. So if you're listening, Evan, uh, good work in Oops All Keepers. Fantastic team across the board. It is probably my favorite team, you know, given where everybody was drafted. Good for him. Um, I like Evan. I like him as a person. So yeah, sweet, sweet boy. Uh, go, go listen. Go look up Evan Rabelais. Great stuff. He does all kinds of stuff. He's pretty funny. I like that guy. He's, He's funny, funny dude. Um, so that that's gonna transition us. I'm gonna jump from that. We've looked at our own teams. We've looked at other people's teams. Um, I kind of want to look at specific players now, and I don't want to spend too much time on this. I just want to give a little update on my ADP, like a projection, fantasy pro. Um, confidence ranking. I don't know what to okay. call this. Um, So it, it's a shitty metric and it's probably going to go to shit by the time we're at the end of the season, just because of everything moving around. Um, But what effectively this is, is just a measure of confidence week to week from like the top 20 drafted players that I'm keeping up with. So it, it's a, a measure of ADP versus confidence going into the next week. 
I'm doing a poor job of explaining it because I barely understand what I'm doing myself. You're doing, yeah, you're keeping up track of who's doing well and who's doing bad. That's fine. So for what plus minus on who's doing shitty and who's doing good. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it shoots, it spits me out a number of plus minus on like how much confidence they either gained or lost from the previous weeks. Um, So weirdly enough, and I'm, I don't really understand this. Jonathan Taylor is still one. He has remained one or two all season mm-hmm. and i don't i don't get it um well, he, i don't know who the they're playing this weekend huh he, he hit the end zone this weekend oh, so. finally oh, yeah. um so that's that's jonathan taylor number one uh, he should be number one he should be number one fucking scoring running back um so c- going into next week four he's most confident quarterback uh christian mccaffrey three I think that's kind of in the same vein. Like, how are these dudes who have been not performing well and their teams? Well, eat? they performed against the Saints, who suck, and let that dude run all over us. Yeah. So, but like, again, they should be doing much better given where they were drafted. These people were supposed to be league breakers, and they're barely like hitting into the RB one range, barely. Um, Austin Eckler dropped a good bit and we, we've kind of noted on that already that the Chargers are just struggling all around uh, obviously that's going to be a pretty drop pretty big drop for him so he he dropped off a bit uh, Derrick Henry who as we also mentioned has found himself and is learning how to play again he bumped up a good bit he's back at five look good yeah he look good uh, Dalvin Cook dropped a significant bit um, he got injured and I think he did he like I think it wasn't a he's fine He's yeah, fine. no, it, was it like a, a dislocated shoulder that they just like popped back in and slapped him yeah. on the butt and was like, get back out there, kid? Yep, he's fine. Um, Either way, uh, an injury like that definitely would drop confidence in any experts ranking. So he dropped a good bit. He's down to 13. Uh, Cooper Cup, six. And I think that's fair. Honestly, he could pro- he should probably be in the one or two range. He should be in that spot where McCaffrey is. Um, I'd probably put him at three. Najee Harris, um, creep back up from his week two ranking from, I guess the injury scare there for a minute. Mm-hmm. So he he's kind of reascending. He's earning his confidence with the, the pros back. Justin Jefferson, uh, number nine, uh, he's right at about where he was drafted or his ADP. So, I mean, if you drafted Justin Jefferson eight, you should be very confident because going into week four, he's still a top 10 like projected player. Uh, Joe Mixon seven. I'm That's another one. That's a little confusing. Um, especially, uh, didn't like their backup have, uh, Perriman, didn't he have a good game or something? Uh, don't quote me. I don't, I don't, I don't know who the backup in Cincinnati is off the top of my head. Uh, and that's shame on me. Um, but I, yeah, I just, I wouldn't put Joe Mixon in the top 10 confidence level, honestly. Their offensive line isn't good enough. Yeah. Well, he's doing he, okay. And he's he, doing okay. He's doing and, great. Like RB2 serviceable numbers. So if you have him and Nick Chubb, you're doing incredible. Like as your RB1. Oh yeah, RB2. RB2 numbers. But, but he but that O line is not great. Uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, I think, is suffering um from what I, I just said Joe Mixon should be suffering from. Jamar Chase came in at 14 this week, so he dropped a good bit. I don't know if there was an injury there or anything. Nope. It's just that O line sucks. Yeah. They're so just not he, putting up points. They're they're, they're becoming like remember when the Jaguars were really good and they went to the AFC championship that one year? And then uh then right after that, like everyone's like, like uh, they just became this garbage time just a team. Second. I need to go okay. check something real quick. Sorry. Yep. Well, while Brian's out there doing those things, whatever he's doing, I wanted to talk about 
something kind of important on this topic while we're out here. Devonta Smith is annoyingly good and it's kind of bothering me. Uh, and I'm really happy for him because right now Jalen Hurts looks like an MVP. It's alarming how good they are. Uh, I knew the Eagles would be decent this year, but I didn't think that they would be this good. Uh, they're absolutely going to run away with this division. Uh, as you could see last night through the game of Dallas and the Giants, that these dudes are just kind of mid-tier. The Eagles are flying high over literally everybody. A.J. Brown uh, is the best compliment, I guess, for Devonta Smith. Um, they're just both incredible receivers. Dallas yeah, I thought it was Garbrick, too. It's Sorry. just been something else to to really watch. And Brian's back, so now that's my end right, so, of how good the Eagles are. That's my speed marker. So what were we talking about? I was uh I was talking about how good the Eagles were while you were gone, but while you were here, we were on the subject uh about Jamar Chase and yeah. the suffering Bengals. Oh, the suffering of the Bengals. Yeah. So jumping back into that, sorry for the break, people. Uh jumping back into the Bengals uh suffering, uh, that's where we're seeing it most, Jamar Chase. And following Jamar Chase, who was on the ADP, is Alvin Kamara, who I it's the same situation. Their team sucks. <laughs> the team the offense is just not clicking right now so um that's that's kind of what we're dealing with this uh deandre swift is obviously out of the ranking mix this week because he's of injury he's injured um Devontae adams he dropped a good bit not a lot i think he's still hitting right around he's his ADP. Be fine they're, yeah. they're they're throw the ball a lot yeah they throw the ball a lot so. yeah uh, he's yeah they're gonna have to play in from behind like they have typically shown they enjoy doing out in Las, uh, yeah, the Las Vegas. I forget they've moved. Um, and then here is the ascension that we've kind of noted earlier at Nicholas Chubb. I don't ah. know if Nicholas is his full name. <laughs> I but, have been a big Chubb fan for years now. I want to lead with yeah. Chubb two years ago. I have Chubb almost every year. He is one of my favorite running backs to have. I am dumb for not picking him earlier. Uh, slot me on the behind for not picking him. And I love Chubb. I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah. Nick Chubb. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy for Chubb. He's one of those players. I feel the same way. I'm a big. I was a fan of him. Just his name alone is worth being a fan of. We love we love a good name, um, and he's consistently been one of those guys. Like, oh yeah, he'll be a he'll be a top five running back. He'll be a top five runner. And he typically has been in like a top. And I have to go check the stats now, but typically Nick Chubb has been a top. 10 at least running back since he's been in the league right he's been incredible every year he's a top 10 top 10 running back and that's sure. with having kareem uh hunt behind him for a little bit you know mm -hmm. so yeah nick chubb shout out to nick chubb uh don't sleep on that guy he, i mean uh, who, whoever knows when next year you know, if you could pick him up draft that guy he's worth get him for at least the one name. every year yeah, get him for yeah. at least the name. Uh, Stefan Diggs is uh, he ascended way he ascended quick beyond his ADP uh, with what the Bills are doing. Um, so obviously Stefan Diggs has been blown out. I think he's like the second wide receiver, maybe first. And points. Um, and then Kelsey had a big drop off. And I did I miss something? Is Kelsey did he get injured? No, they they just had an off week offensively. Well, I don't fun. know what's going on there because he had a significant drop off, like uh, almost the same as like a Kamara, um, which is weird given he's like the number two tight end. But I guess the matchup is just not giving the expert a lot of confidence this week. Um, in regard to Ascension, we did talk about Chubb, but Saquon Barkley moved up to number four. So whew, that was a big jump. Good, good on Saquon. Good. 
it's yeah. great that these uh running backs are remembering how to play remembering how good they were um that's fun to see uh coming in next uh we got javante williams who is was adp'd at 18 and right now he's ranked 17 so he's right in there aaron jones is below him he moved up a little bit from 19 to 15 uh cd lamb has dropped off a fair amount from his original draft of that's 20 and that's just because of the quarterback but he's still putting up numbers. Not that Cooper Rush is bad. He had a good night last night against the Giants, but that was against the Giants. Mm-hmm. And Cooper Rush is he's looking, he's not looking terrible. They're saying Dak might come back this week. I truly doubt it. He's probably going to be at at least another two. Yeah. Um, they play always just, say that, just play it safe, Dallas. Just play it safe. But um, another uh, ascension that I wanted to note, and I just wanted to note this, is um, Cordero Patterson, because I think a lot of us slept on him. <laughs> and he I is. Did. He is a very viable uh, running I back s- too right now. I slapped on everyone in Atlanta. I did not. Yeah, I'm, I'm still sleeping on him. Really. I'm still sleeping so, on him, except for Kyle yeah. Pitts. Uh, Good for him. Needs even then, yeah. Even last year, maybe, but this year, not so much. But. Um. So that that's kind of where we're at as far as this ADP calculator goes. I, I'm enjoying keeping up with it and seeing how confidence changes over players week to week. Um. It's fun to see and like question. Hey, why did they drop so far? So it's mm-hmm. nice to see that in physical representation from week to week. So there's that. Okay. Um, so let's see. Moving on to uh, – we've already kind of talked about some of the things. The, I, I phrase this segment back to reality. We've already touched on Flacco and Wentz. Uh, they, they had dismal performances this past week. Uh, Justin Jefferson didn't have a great performance. So, uh, oh, past few weeks he hasn't. He had one good yeah. week in the beginning, and then since then, Kirk Cousins has really just been Kirk Cousins and not looked great. Yeah. So after a spectacular Miami game before the Bills defense humbled them, brought them back down to earth. Uh, that was a fantastic game. Did you watch the Bills Miami game? I that did. was a wonderful game. You got to see a butt punt. You got to see a butt punt, and my Bills defense yep. got two points off that butt punt. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, uh, <sighs> I, I, it's justifiable regression, I would say, uh, in regard to the Miami uh, wide receivers. I think they're going to bounce back. I think Tyreek and Jalen are going to be top. I think both of them have a chance to be top 10. I loved Jalen Waddle last year. If you recall in our league, I was very big on Jalen Waddle and how good he was. And adding Tyreek to that offense is just electric. I loved yeah. Tua last year. If you have Tua this year, I'm proud of you. I didn't get a chance to draft him. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for you. Um. So uh, was there any any back to realities? Anyone who you felt that's not on this list got humbled this past week and like, you know, hey, you know your place. Uh, well, I, I I put on there Justin Jefferson and, and then we didn't get to talk about golf. Golf kind of got knocked back down this week. He'll bounce back. But um, yeah, the well, first two. We did kind of talk about it. Um, it's good to see the Detroit offense clicking. And yes. I think that's what we're kind of taking from this. So uh, so is that your final opinion on golf? You'll think he'll bounce back. I think he will, too. Golf will be fine. Yeah. All right. So the next segment that I kind of, again, we all, the the conversation just naturally touches on all these things, but I kind of want to like hone in on specific things uh, throughout this cuffing season. Um, So some people clearly benefited from cuffing season. Um, Jamal Williams, obviously who took over for the swift injury and Khalil Herbert for the bears. Uh, If you had those cuffs, Congratulations. I'm one they of have, them. They have been, they've, you now have proven cuffs. You now have an Alexander Madison on your team. A proven handcuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, is there any other cuffs that you can think of? Like, obviously, Mark Ingram is a shit cuff because he's a shit player. 
Um, I love marking him. I, I hate to have to cuff him to come. I won't ever have him, but I love him. Um, Alexander Madison. I did just mention that. I think Dalvin cook, if he goes down for any extended period of time, that's another kind of plug and play guy in that offense mm-hmm. who could fill that role very well. Um, is there any other cuffs out there that you can think of? And wide receivers are harder, harder to cuff. Obviously. Not, not off the top of my head. I, I usually think of cuffs as running backs. Cause it's kind of like a one position, yeah. you know, like, and why are you don't really kind yeah of, you don't really there's always at least two you know i mean if you but. if you cuffed if you cuffed tyree kill and waddle or d or aj brown and devonta smith you're doing okay <laughs> you can yeah, those are two starters those starting cuff, every week starting cuffers Throw um, them out there so yeah um i got chubba hubbard but i like i don't think him as like a tier one i think when mcafree's i think when christian's out i think there's definitely a regression with chubba in Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, I can't think of any other, uh, the running back situation in San Francisco is uh, just so committed. I don't out. trust I don't, it right there's now. There's not really a cuff there. I don't trust it right now. Um, I, I have to use Jeff Wilson in lieu of, uh, Mitchell, just given the situation that I'm in and a couple leagues, but I, is there any other cuffs out there? Not that I can think of. Yeah. I can't, if it those comes to the me, guys, those are the guys right now. If it comes to me, um, do you have I'll, Khalil Abert available in any of in any yeah. league at all? Anyone I just God, Jamal Williams, Khalil God, get that guy. Madison, get that guy. go get him. Go get him. Go get him. Go get him on your bench. It's clearly these players are getting injured. Um, who I don't up. know who's behind Henry. He's fine. <laughs> that that tank will, will be he'll be he'll be fine. Um, so uh, going into the cuffing season, uh, this is more of a who'd have thought. These are probably players you. Uh, drafted late or picked up in the waivers that are now exceeding expectations beyond wildest dreams. Like these are the guys that are picked up. All right. We already talked at length about Amal, Ron, St. Brown. Um, I think he got drafted in most leagues. Oh yeah. Every league he got drafted. Um, Cordero Patterson also, I think went late in the draft. Um, but my pick for this kind of segment is James Robinson. Nobody the- had him. We have yeah nobody. He was available I, I, yeah. in so many leagues. So many. Yeah, a lot of people didn't pick him. The Jaguars are so good this year. It's crazy. I, I I wish we had more time on this podcast to talk about how good the Jaguars are. I could literally go and talk about an hour about how incredible I, the Jaguars are playing right now. It's annoying a, and amazing. And I I it blows my mind because I just I can't I all for the past three weeks I keep going, is Jacksonville good? I'm like, what happened? We have a we have a history now. We have there's there's proof there. They're looking good. I'm not going to put them into the great tier, but they they. Sh- I mean, shit. Are dude. they good? Maybe. I mean, James Robinson is currently sitting behind Saquon Barkley. Trevor and Lawrence Nick is looking incredible. Christian Kirk looks like an All Pro receiver. What is that? Yeah, yeah. So. <sighs> I'm happy for him. Uh, these are all so. Do you I'll just, for the Jags. Do you want to put the entire Jaguar like who'd have thought? And then just the entire Jacksonville Jaguars. That's it. Who'd have thought Jacksonville Jaguars is? is uh, yeah, just I gotta agree. Team. Who who would have thought? Um, I, I, think, I can't. Uh, they're 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 legit. They might mm-hmm. they might be legit. I will be picking them at some point, and they might win their um, division. Yeah. against the Titans. They and yeah. the Titans is so Titans the Colts them. And who am I blowing? Who am I forgetting? The Texans? They're gonna win that division. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I I think I want to agree with everything I just heard. Um 
it's that's crazy. a pretty weak division and Jackson's looking the best, even though I don't, <laughs> so good. I don't, I don't I think they're Super Bowl contenders, but like, I would, as a Saints fan, I'm not excited to ever play they, them. The Bengals really weren't Super Bowl contenders last year either. They kind of got lucky on the, on the, on the roll. Really, it should have been the Bills of the Chiefs that went, but, uh, you know, hey, you never know. Yeah. Um, so the next segment I came up with is uh, about time comeuppance. And we've already talked about all the players on this list. These are these are the players that uh, and it's reflected in the ADP. I probably should have moved it up there. I'm very happy for Devonta Smith on a personal level. He's bounced back incredibly well. While you uh, Saquon's back. Talked about it, yeah. Saquon's yeah, Saquon's back. back. Chubbs did great versus ADP. Aaron Jones. Um, I think Aaron Jones probably got slept on. He was going first round last year, and I think he slipped maybe into two or three this year. Yeah, as far as like the draft. That that whole offense is kind of. Still trying to figure it out. Once he he'll he's still really good. He's a yeah. good option. It's a good option to have. <laughs> um, Pierce, we talked about earlier on Evans' team. How good that guy is. Derek, Derek Henry, Henry is, is the man, you know. And then rookie wide receivers, you know. Yeah, we didn't talk too much about that. Um, I, I did kind of mention Olave. Mentioned Olave. Well, um, I want to talk more about rookies in a, a whole segment next week. So we can we can okay. kind of save that for yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Some rookies that are really making the cut. well. Then tell you what, I'm gonna just kind of put that on hold that little discussion on hold because we are kind of running up against time here um here's obviously you know we're kind of coming to the end um we got to make moves for next week should yes. should we need to we've already talked about people you should absolutely go pick up as a cuff um but there's a couple players out there that i have my eye on that are available in several leagues and i just don't know if i can pull the trigger on them yet okay and you might have similar players, but right right now it's Devin Singletary um, and Tyler Con- Conklin. I wouldn't pull him out on either of those guys. Yeah, Devin not, even, has not the, even the Devin Singletary has the highest upside, but oh, that's still tough. I, I want to agree. I'm thankful I don't need a running back because I have uh, been forced to pick up Devin Singletary to fill a starter spot, and I was not excited or happy about it, and it did not benefit me at all. Um, but with the bills looking as good as they are, God, you would think the running back would be able to produce, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Conklin, you know, I take it back. Conklin might actually be worth a pickup because he's uh, an insanely, I don't know. He's averaging actually insane numbers. He's a third, third overall tight end right now. He looks just nuts on the jets with Joe Flacco. Yeah. How did that happen? Um, I think if I need a tight end now, thankfully I'm Mark Andrewed out in most of my leagues, but if I, I'm, I might look at him. I don't know when Mark Andrews is biased, but I might consider Conklin with the, his current performance. Shit, it might be worth it. He looks, he looks incredible. I think if you have the room for Conklin, maybe stash him. Um, yeah, I and if you're back, desperate I, for a running back, get Devin. Yeah, I, Conklin is. He's getting targets. Yeah, I took it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It seems like that's one of the few people Joe Flacco is throwing to, other than that um, rookie wide receiver. I think. Anyway, I can't Aaron remember. Um, so we're we're Get pressing up, up. We're pressing up against the end here. Well, well, I guess I'm sorry. Was there anyone on the waiver wire that you are looking at this week? Uh, yeah. So do not sleep on um, Mac Hollins, the wide receiver uh, out of what Vegas last yeah. week. He had like he had a killer eleven targets. Like, all right, well, that guy clearly knows what he's doing in the offense. You know, so, they're gonna be doubling Adams. Renfro is a good option to have. 
you know, but he's going to be taken. This is a guy that's going to be a good third option. Well, I was going to uh, say, if you're going to have a handcuff to Renfro and that Mac Hollins might be it, he, he seems to be a good, if one of those wide receiver goes down, I mean, Mac seems like he's able to step up and produce. So that's it. So um, anyone else? Uh, no, that's it. That's all I have. Okay. Um, well, I want to finish with the bet. We talked about that last week and, you know, we'll get to that. Uh, but first let's get to our kicker defense picks of the week. Again, this is the one time where Joel and I actually looked at things and said, we'll try and be serious and give you few listeners a decent chunk of advice in regard to your kickers and special teams, because we're streaming. Most people stream those anyway. Um, so would you like to go first or you want me to? Um, you can go first, but let me just uh, let, me, let me just say before we even start this that uh, thank God last week if you listened I picked the Chiefs and they did incredible and oh, I yes, did sorry, not go zero and three with my pick from like I've the first two weeks I picked my defenses did atrocious and I'm like I'm doing these people that listen to this wrong if they take this seriously last week I picked the Chiefs they put up nine points they did an incredible defensive performance you're welcome if you listened to me last week Very hopefully good. this week I get to get another one as well yeah. So yeah, uh, with that I, being said, I'll let you pick your kicker and then I'll go into my defense. Well, we talked about it before we started recording the podcast about uh, your pick and how excited you were. So uh, congratulations, dude. That was a good pick. Fantastic streaming pick. Uh, if you picked up the Eagles, good get this week. If you picked up my pick of the week, which was uh, Matt, a uh, one Matt Gay, you were probably okay with his performance. Uh, I think that's another half point for me. I don't, I didn't do bad. It wasn't terrible. He did a meddling kicker, you know? Yep um so i think i'm so i think i gave myself two half points now and one full point Mm -hmm. is that it all right so i'm at two and you're all right so we're we're still we're still close um my pick yeah my pick this week is um and shame on me that i haven't even considered picking this guy up he was a league winner for several years or for the past years love this guy um he has I think he's the second highest, if not highest scoring kicker currently. But according to ESPN, he's only rostered in like 30% of the leagues, which kind of shocked me. Uh, So I was like, well, hell yeah, that's a good candidate to do my little streaming pick of the week. And that's Young Ho Koo. Young Hui Mm. Koo. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, He is the kicker for the Atlanta Falcons. He is good enough to make the kicks and his offense is shitty enough to just get him into the red zone and not get a touchdown. So, Hey, if he's available and you want a kicker, potentially one that you can keep and start the rest of the year and not have to worry about this streaming bullshit. Check him out. Young, young, that's it. I like it. Young Hoku. Uh, my defensive pick of the week is a team I talked about earlier in a segment and just about how incredible they're playing right now. Uh, it is the Philadelphia Eagles. They are only rostered in 28% of leagues. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, 37% of leagues, which is crazy. Um, they're, they are playing the Jaguars this week. We did talk about how good the Jaguars are. Are they good or not? I, this is a real test for them. I'm going to bank a lot on my reputation on this week in this podcast. I'm picking this defense. I just was like, you know, I'm double or nothing to this. Uh, I'm going all in on the Eagles this week uh, against Jacksonville um, okay. at home. Uh, it's a little, little, little cheap picking two weeks in a row. But um, if they're uh, if they're not rostered, dude, I, I would consider they're them a streaming option. 
They're that that's the whole thing. Yeah, I pick I pick if they're under 50%, I can pick them. Mm-hmm. They're only they're 30 37% of leagues have them, so these available and I like the idea uh, of you picking the Eagles until like everyone rosters them and they're like, I can't fucking pick the Eagles anymore. Uh, the other one that's a really decent option if you're available is the Chiefs against Tampa Bay. They're at Tampa Bay. We've talked about how mm-hmm. terrible that offensive line is. So Struggle busting again. Uh, and the Broncos are only are available uh, in 28% or 20%. Yeah, Broncos. So uh, they, they're playing Vegas. This is another kind of make or break week for them. They've been putting up insane numbers. But the Eagles, like I said at the top, they've just been sacking the quarterback, man. Their, their line is mean. They're doing yeah. incredible things getting through. So yeah. – we shall see. All right, brother. Well, uh, that's the end of the serious portion that we actually give serious um, advice on, I guess. Uh, and this is a topic from last week that I wanted to revisit because, again, I want to make this a friendly competition. I want to do something. Uh, we just talked about doing a bet. We kicked out a few ideas and a few like punishments or things to bet on. Um, did you come up with anything that you want to bet on? I'll, I'll, I'm cool I'll, doing just like honest. a suicide pick. I'm, I'm cool with that, too. That's fine. All right. So picks of the week pick of the week so we're gonna joel and i are gonna do a pick of the week and i gotta tell you i am doing a pick of the week uh, in another league and apparently it might be for the draft position for the future i'm currently three and oh baby because i'm good picking um and uh, this is a very common thing it's like a suicide uh suicide pack or not a suicide it's just one where you pick a new team every week you can't pick the same team twice uh and we'll see who does the best at the end of the season so I might have to, I'm going to go ahead and create another file real quick. Um, all right. And I'm going to title this just picks of the week. Okay. We're just picking teams to see if they We're win just going to pick a team. So uh, you, I'm going to go ahead and tell you who I'm picking. It's the same person I picked in another league. So Brian is going to go with the Browns. And you can pick the same as me, um, but we just can't pick it again. And the Browns are playing, I believe, who was it? The Browns? Oh, shit, the Jaguars. Fuck me. <laughs> did I pick the Browns? Hold on. You did. All right, well. I, they're I, playing I, Pittsburgh on Thursday night. So Thursday night matchup, Pittsburgh? they're playing the Browns. Uh, today's week four. Yeah, third, oh, I'm sorry, week four. Uh, sorry, I'm listeners. Sorry. They're Atlanta. They're playing at Atlanta. Yeah, okay, that's at why. Atlanta They're playing at Atlanta. Sunday. That's why. That's why. They just played the Jaguars, and uh, they, they beat the Jaguars, who are improving. Um, so, yeah, shame on me for not knowing. So we're going to go uh, with Brian. He is picking the Browns over the Jaguars. Uh, Joel, do you have a pick? Ooh, lo- looking at the uh... – the schedule this week, yeah, I'm going to go with my defensive pick of the week pick. I'm going to go with Philadelphia at Jacksonville – or Philly at Jackson, Jacksonville at Philly. I'm going to take Philadelphia, the Eagles. All right. well, just uh, remember, you can't pick them again. That's fine. Ever again? Like this is – or like ever? They're ever again. You cannot bet on them. You cannot even fucking pick them years down the line. Oh. If you move there, if you move to let, Philadelphia – Let me change my become... pick. <laughs> No, well, you're good. Um, I think that's a good pick. I think it was a safe pick. Um, I, when I do these kind of things, um, I do try and get like, I try to not pick the clear favorite teams early, you know? Like, I I, I don't think I've picked the That's Bills. why I want to change my pick. That's why I want to change my pick. Okay. Do it now. Do it now. All right, cool. I'm picking the Vikings to beat New Orleans in London. Ouch. I'm going to pick the Vikings. Ouch. Um, we suck. I'm, I'm hurt that you 
or Me too. calling it, you're actually putting something on the, the line potentially here. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't think I could bet on the Saints either. Uh, just we've been dismal. Maybe it'll start clicking, but right now, just on the front lines, I'm not I'm not seeing anything too promising. Um, so we got our picks in at the end of the season. We'll see who did the best. Uh, and what do you want to do for stakes? Because uh, we will be, talk about you know, that. We'll talk about that after after this week. We'll see. I don't I don't have anything right now. I, okay. I really don't. OK, um, I'll have to figure out something. Bye, bye, uh, I will say uh, I do want to put a couple stipulations on it. Um, do, do you want to put a price limit on like what it costs to pull off whatever we agree, like whatever I ask you to do or whatever you ask me to do? Yeah, is... like 100 bucks seems good. Yeah. So you cool with that? Yeah, 100 bucks seems good. Under 100. All right, cool. I think that's a safe parameter. Um, I, I can't imagine too much embarrassment coming my way for 100 bucks, uh, but we'll see. Okay. All right, dude. Okay. Well, is there any other closing thoughts? Do you have any week four predictions outside of what we just talked about? Any other fantasy advice to part impart uh, on our audience? Dear Jacksonville, I'm really sorry that I picked the Eagles against you. I really <laughs> want you guys to be good. And I know this week you might lose, but I hope you really win out the rest of your season. Uh, New Orleans, I really hope you get it together. Yeah. Uh, Washington, you're kind of a disappointment and everyone knew that you would be and you're in the Eagles division. So really good luck. Uh, the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields, I need you to get it together because, bro, what is the, what are you what are you doing? Yes. This whole this whole thing is a mess. It's a uh, K mess. It is. a It's a commit <laughs> is a mess. Uh, the running back is really the only thing working for them right now. I hope that they get it together and kind of get the pieces figured out. It's yeah. still early. And Arizona, I like that they're imploding. I really dislike Kyler Murray, and so it's fun to watch them do bad. So I hope that they lose this week to Carolina and Baker Mayfield. Uh, uh, even though they beat us this last week, I, I kind of like Baker. I kind of root for the guy. So, yeah, yeah go on a tear, Baker. I, I'm Prove rooting for wrong, Baker. Man. I'm rooting for Baker right just wrong. in the sense that the Browns wronged him so hard. So I, yes. I do want Baker to do well, but, yeah, Carolina's a mess. Um, all right, man. And that's well, my thoughts. Cool. Uh, appreciate your thoughts. Thank you very much for joining me at week three, Joel. I look forward to next week and hopefully some things happen that we can talk about. I'm sure there will be. Uh, this has been the Sunken City Fantasy Project podcast by No Sports. Thank you and see you next time, team. Bye.